Episode of the Beats, Brews, and Points of View podcast. I'm your host, Neil Richter, along with my partner in podcasting, sitting to my left, Eman Bates. PIP, that is me, and we're here for episode 77. 77, baby. Um, yeah, I just started that off with Left and Right by D'Angelo, featuring Meth Man and Red Man. Um, and the reason I chose that is because last night was the, I guess you really wouldn't call it a versus battle. It was I more of just a, just a fun fucking live stream concert really it was I'm d'angelo just, and friends i'm gonna just keep it 100 with you i didn't watch it and the reason i didn't watch it is because i forgot about it and the reason i forgot about it is because i really wish that they would announce that who was with d'angelo <laughs> because that would have made me consider to watch it no, i'm glad like, they didn't it was fun. i don't like the advertise i don't i don't like how to, i don't like how they promoted it i really don't see i liked that because it's fun as a surprise to see who's gonna bring out and who's gonna come out and stuff which his guests ended up being meth and red um he brought out keon harold he brought out uh, her, and they did like an amazing little medley of uh, "Best Part," the song that she has with Daniel Caesar, and then they went into "Nothing Else Matters" or "Nothing Else." Yeah, isn't that what's called "Nothing on Nothing Even Matters"? Wow, um, by him and Lauren Hill. So that was a lot of fun. I didn't see it live either. E. I just uh, I did. I watched. The versus uh, Instagram account reposted the live. Gotcha. After it was I feel like yeah, it was just a concert for right. the most part, right? That's right. what I thought. No, I actually really like D'Angelo, and I like everybody you name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, yeah, like we talked about this the other day. I think her is going to be one of those goatee goats we've seen in a while. Oh, yeah. Her She's and so probably good. Anderson Pac, which we'll get into in a oh, minute yeah. later. <laughs> That's for damn <laughs> yeah. sure. But uh, before we move on to the beers um, this week, I just wanted to shout out. I don't, I didn't have too many happy birthdays, but I saw it was Odyssey's birthday, uh, one of my favorite hip hop artists of all time. Uh, so happy birthday to Odyssey! Did you know? Have any, did you know? There's a birthdays? bunch of birthdays. Did you? Well, yeah, Chad who? Hugo from the Neptunes. Oh yeah, that's, that's right. One. Nice. Shout out to Chad Hugo. Shout out to uh, Erica Badu's birthday. Oh just yeah, Erica Badu's fiftieth. Yeah, <laughs> happy birthday, Erica Badu. Uh, Chili from TLC's birthday just passed. Nice. <laughs> yeah. There's a few. Yeah. Nice. So happy birthday to all them peoples. Um, I didn't. Did you know? Was there any notable celebrity deaths? I don't think there were that many. I don't think there were any deaths that I, I noticed. That's a record, dude. That's like the first oh, weekend. Like, actually, <laughs> hold up. Yeah, uh, my man from from uh, Notre Dame who got fi- who found dead. What happened? Uh, the football player from Notre Dame. He he was from Notre Dame, and then he went played in the league for like three or four years. Mm-hmm. He was found. I forgot his fucking name. I gotta. Go, I'll look it up real quick, and I'll get back to you on it. But he was found dead in his home at age 29 uh, a couple of days ago. Actually, oh. he a uh, former Notre Dame defensive end, and he played for the Jaguars. He played for the uh, fuck the Giants for a little bit. 
Uh, damn, I gotta look up his name. But yeah, yeah sure. R.I.P. to him and and that you know, also that cre- for his family. That creep dog, fucking gymnastics dude, killed himself. Uh, so, did you well, see I that? wasn't even the, gonna uh, mention that. So he's uh, he was the uh, he was part of like the Larry Nasser thing that was involved in all those sexual I'm assault honest, cases and stuff. If we didn't mention Ru- Rush last week, I wasn't gonna mention that dude at <laughs> you all. You did mention Rush last week. Did you we d- mention Rush? Yeah, you did. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. Those are the only two, and we don't even need to uh, celebrate their lives, oh. so we can move right on yeah, onto the I beer. Mean, we can breeze past that. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. Breeze past <laughs> that. That's funny. Uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> but why don't you introduce the beer for us? All right. I'm excited about this one. So uh, quick shout-out to my guys at Black Calder Brewing, uh, Jamal and Terry. We did a Eastern Market happen to do a collab with them. Oh, and we have the beer we have in our hand today. We have the Bold and Beer, uh, Brilliant Imperial Sour from Eastern Market Brewing and Black Calder Brewing. That was brewed right in Detroit. Uh, I will read this description. Do you want me to read this description yeah, go ahead. off? Okay. Yeah. All right. So this collaboration stemmed from a desire to honor black history. It's no secret that in 2020, Black Calder Brewing became Michigan's first black-owned brewery. What, what? And being the first... Not so small, being a first is not such a small feat. We continue to witness and celebrate, quote, first of black people across the nation and globe, including right here in our craft beer corner of the world, which is why, in honoring Black History Month, we all wanted to honor not only the past, but the present and the future. Black history is a living history. Embedded in the hands, draw, ah, embedded in this hand-drawn design by local artist Olivia Gutherson, which, by the way, is my favorite artwork Eastern Market ever had on the can. This is super I dope. thought I thought our graphics guy did it, and I was gonna give him props for it, and I found out she did it, but it was like a collab between the two because he put it together. Anyway, I digress. Uh, our themes of wisdom, hope, abundance, beauty, growth, and possibly uh, possibility, inspired by Jamal and Terry's journey. Black history is deep, rich, and bold. We hope to capture some of that magic in this Imperial Sour Ale packed with sweet mango and a touch of smooth, balancing vanilla. And then you can follow Black Calder and EMBC um, at Black Calder Brewing and Easter Market Brewing on Instagram. That's sweet, man. Yeah, this artwork is super dope. I'm excited to try this. And with uh, and a friendly reminder as Black History Month is coming to a close is to celebrate and lift up black people all year long, not just in the month of February, the shortest month of the year. Better lift me up. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, but while we are pour- having a taste of these, I'm going to leave you guys with a little bit of uh, The Cure by Odyssey in honor of his birthday. Whoa. Whoa. Looking out a window from the inside of my head, what I had in mind. Is it recess or recession? Be worried, cause I ain't stressing. One side said we gon' hit the incline. One side said we get in the end time. In the middle of the match, what I've been fine. I ain't confined, I was left in. If it's out of my control, I ain't stressing. Only cutting from the cloth, I was dressed in. Well groomed in the room full of best men. Great suit, try to me, not the question. On average, I'm the exception. Run the map if it's anything less than. Get blocked either one time. No conspiracy can tell me what it meant then. So what's next then? I'ma keep it moving. I got no choice. Representing for the weak of us with no voice. Rich enough to be protected by who elected and black enough to be respected. We still mess with. 
feel me. Yeah. Keep my hands clean, let's be talking about riches. That's the only thing that's filthy. Yeah. Nothing left in his life, left untainted. Up charge for the pure, so we cut raw. Here's an app for some people you can complain with. Rest assured. I'm the and a little bit of Erica, because I can't not play Erica. It's her 50th birthday. It's a landmark, baby. And a little bit of N.E.R.D. out of Chad for Chad Hugo. Chad Hugo and Pharrell. Shit, which, which song was it again? She wants to move. Where, did I put, where the hell did I go? I just pulled it up. <laughs> there we go. Here's a little bit of She Wants to Move. move. Yeah, you could definitely hear that. That's a great fucking song, man. Good call on that one. Um, but yeah, so happy birthday to all of them. We we could probably play TLC too, but that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Gonna go chasing waterfalls. The hits don't stop. There. Yeah, no scrubs. that's a fact. I mean, <laughs> Dude, this totally caught me by surprise, this beer. So I did not read the whole label, and I thought it said Imperial Stout. So I was expecting sour. a stout, and it says sour. Oh, yeah, and I was those, like, yeah, those profiles are totally different. <laughs> so that tasted interesting, but that was really good. Dude, you know what's weird? When that episode, the, the first one we tried from our basement, when Gabe came on, he brought sours. And I was like, man, I don't like sours that much. It's just not for me. It's like becoming my favorite beer, I think. It's yeah. sours now. Like, it's uh, growing. I'll add Jolly Pumpkin. That's all they do. Really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Jolly Pumpkin only do, really, they they mainly focus on sours. Oh, man. What do you think about this? Because I think it tastes delicious. Oh, uh, man, it's great. It was great. Like, when I actually ha- I actually canned this one or helped can this one myself, uh, you know, I collaboration with my work people, obviously. But 
No, man, it's really it's really balanced. Like you taste the mango, you have like the balance of the vanilla. I mean, it's a lot a lot of shit going on with this mm-hmm. beer. It's really solid. Uh, we really did a good job. What percent is it? Eight percent. Eight percent. Wow. Eight percent. Uh, they're saying the IB, there's no IBUs. I've been I, I don't taste any bitterness though, so I guess I've been noticing surprised. on the labels a lot of Eldorado hops lately. Is there what's what is like the difference in hops? Is it just like Eldorado? Flavor? I use that for the TAC beer allegedly, ah. <laughs> but no. So the difference in hops are like there's fruit hops and then there's more like. Dank hops. Mm-hmm. So, like, more like, say, for instance, Too Hard It would be more of a dank hop. Okay. Whereas, usually in, like, New England, say, like, Oberon, for instance, is more of, like, well, not Oberon. I would say, like, more like, uh, say, M43 would be more of, like, fruit hops because it's a New England IPA. So, it's just more of, like, you got the danker ones and, like, say, like, uh, Citra is a, is, a, is a fruit hop. And then you got Eldorado is more, like, dallant. Like balance and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Well, not Eldorado, but uh, Simcoe is more like a balanced one. Oh, cool. So, yeah, yeah. That, that uh, this is delicious, man. I really like this. I'm gonna definitely uh, explore some more sours. I think uh, going forward. I don't know what it is. I've just been in the mood for like fruity tasting beverages. I guess I don't know why. <laughs> I used to hate like fruity tasting beer. I really hated it. I don't know. My palate's changing. I guess. I mean, <laughs> I used to hate stouts for the longest time, and then it grew on me like over the past few years. Mind you, because we live in a cold ass state, and mm-hmm. I like the alcohol warmth of it. Yeah. But yeah, like that, I, I used to not do stouts at all. Now I, that's mainly what I drink is stouts. Mm-hmm. Uh, IPAs kind of shied away a little bit, but then the New England style kind of brought me back in the past couple of years. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Well, let's move on into something old, oh, something to new. The music. Um, I've got a couple for both each or on this one. So I do too. You do too. Do you, yeah. I'll, I'll let you kick it off first because I think I went first last week. Are we doing something old? Yeah, start with something old. All right. So for my something old, I'm gonna take it to 2004, 2005 ish. I'll look up the exact year. Uh, circa yeah, circa 2004. Somewhere in the dirty south, <laughs> somewhere in Houston, Texas, I'm gonna go with Boss Hog himself, Slim Ooh. Thug, already platinum. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, yeah. What uh, can I say about this fucking album? Like that whole era, like that the whole Swisher House era from that like that time mm-hmm. was just so instrumental in hip hop to me. Like my upbringing in hip hop because mm-hmm. I was like maybe like. 12, 13 when I was coming out. So you had like him, you had like Mike Jones. I mean, you had all like, all these guys like kind of like from the Houston area and like Atlanta, stuff like that kind of coming up. They were so like the biggest thing in fucking hip hop at the time. They were huge. They <laughs> were. I actually, to this day, I don't know. What, what, what is Slim Thug doing these days? He's still rapping. I think he's got like a bunch of guys. On, he might have like a label. I, I swear Sean, Sean brought me in uh, to his room when he was watching some music video. He's like, dude, check this out. Slim Thug still got it. And it was like him and a bunch of other guys. So I don't know if he's got a team. I think he does something with, like, custom cars, too. Yeah, I mean, I, Paul Wall, for instance, he has a grill thing. Yeah. So, I mean, he's doing that. And then he was in the Toby video recently. Yep. But, yeah. He's oh, still no, got he, it. Wait, Slim Thug put on something last year. He did? Yeah. Well, <laughs> he shit. put on a few things last year. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. I guess we got to go back and do our homework, huh? Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. I, uh, shout, shout out to Boss Hog himself, man. Yeah. I, I really was a big fan of that album. Uh, straight through is solid. I love Three Kings on there. Uh, like a boss was my like, one of my jams. Like this came up on a playlist in the gym, and that's kind of why I went back and listened to the album. Mm-hmm. And just yeah, straight through it, straight man. Which one do you want to play? You want to play a little Three Kings? Uh, yeah, let's play Three Kings. All with, right. with, with Bumby? Yeah, with yeah. Bumby and Ti. Yeah. yeah, let's play. Here's a little bit of Three Kings off of Already Platinum, uh, which was 2005. You were correct. Okay. Um, yeah, it's from Slim Thug.
<laughs> Little John on the beat. When I hit the club, all the girls show me love. Mine out the bar, got drank by the jug. In the VIP with the chicks and the drugs. This is TIP, Bun B, and Slim Thug. You can have so many hits. When I hit the club, all the girls show me love. Mine out the bar, got drank by the jug. In the VIP with the chicks and the drugs. This is TIP, Bun B, and Slim Thug. I got drank by the paint, drove by the pine. Hit it to the Club in the boss top dime. Slim thug about to climb. Represent next time. If you love me, you gon' smile. If you hate me, you gon' fry. Cause me and my boss hogs about to bow till we bow. This year, I won't style. Slim thug, I want it all. Going solo. First CD out that's not slow mo. Here's another hit. Thanks to drinking the dodo. <laughs> a little bit of Slim Thug for you. Real quick. Trying to pick Speaking of Houston, do we get. Lizzo or does it or do Houston does Houston get Lizzo? Because they already have Beyonce. See, you, so I'm like, you know what, I that, don't know. That's a good little sidebar we can bring up. Yeah. All right, so Lizzo. So something <laughs> that E-Man just taught me recently that I had no idea is that also besides Lizzo originally being born from Aaliyah? here, so is Aaliyah. Aaliyah was born here, which I did not know that until like two weeks ago. We're not getting Exhibit. Let's see. Exhibit claims LA straight through. He is from Detroit, though. He was just he was, he was literally just in this studio that we're sitting in I right mean, now. I <laughs> mean, in, in all fairness, we could also just as easily lose Big Sean because Big Sean was born in LA. He was born in LA? Yeah. I didn't know that. that. Yeah. <laughs> Learning all kinds of shit today. That's funny. I'm trying to find out where she was. Yeah, it is. So when Aaliyah was five years old, her family moved to Detroit where she was raised along with her older brother, Rashad. She attended Catholic school at Jesus Elementary, where she played Annie. So she did live here for a while. Yeah. In Detroit, her father began working in a warehouse business and brother-in-law. Yeah. So she was here for a while in her childhood. So maybe a little bit. I'll claim it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take it. it. <laughs> and then also another fucking legend, Serena Williams was Serena also Williams from Michigan. From there, yeah. <laughs> but I, everyone no, realizes that she was raised on the tennis courts in Compton, California, but she was actually born in Saginaw. That's crazy. No, no, super crazy. Wait, I think it was Saginaw. Let me, let me double check, get that fact right. Um, Serena Williams, where's your personal life stuff? Early life. Saginaw, Michigan, yep. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> Lewis Nix III, by the way, was that football player that passed oh, away. Oh, okay. So, right. yeah, so I, want, I wanted to throw, put some respect on his name. <laughs> yeah, so, for sure, yeah. definitely. So rest in peace to him. All That's right. crazy, dude. That's that's three different legends that are all from Detroit, respectively. Yeah. Amazing. Awesome. But anyways, back to uh, something old, something new. Um, mine this time for we'll go back and forth since we both. Yeah, got yeah, that's cool. Go for um, it. So I'm going. I'm going all the way back to 1975. I'm kicking it back to um, Led Zeppelin's Physical gra- Graffiti because that just oh, celebrated okay. a birthday. Um, I think it, it dropped uh, on that day, like last week somewhere. I can't remember the exact day, but um, that's another masterpiece album by fucking Led Zeppelin. It is um, got a lot of jammy jams on it. Um, I don't need to talk too much about Led Zeppelin because if, unless you lived under a rock, you should probably know who Led Zeppelin is by now. But um, I'll just give you a little bit of taste of, honestly, one of my favorite songs ever by them um, is on that album, and it's called Ten Years Gone. So here's a little bit of that. There's also an amazing version by the Black Crows.
again it will be Though the courts may change sometimes Rivers always reach the sea I can let this whole song play out, but I'm not going to. Let's the songs are long, fam. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> but um, actually, to get the exact date on that, it was February 24th of 1975 that that album came out, which also is fucking crazy because I'm reading here on uh, Wikipedia that the album is now currently 16 times platinum. Damn. <laughs> so it's almost double diamond, bro. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so shout out to Led Zeppelin. Uh, Jimmy Page is one of my favorite guitar players of all time. John Bonham's one of my favorite drummers of all time. John Paul Jones. Oh, that, actually, you know what? Since I'm springing up Paul, oh. John Paul Jones really quick, Dave Grohl said that he's trying to bring back um, them Crooked Vultures for another album, which is him, Josh Homme from Queens of the Stone Age, and uh, John Paul Jones. So I'm looking for that too. But anyways, yeah, over to you. Actually, now. you want to hear something to come full circle? Yeah. Slim Thug's already platinum. Guess who? Uh, it was released under Star uh, Neptune's. Oh, it was. Yeah, start. <laughs> yeah, for Chad Hugo and uh, Pharrell did most of the production on that. <laughs> See, you picked it on purpose, bro. That was all planned. Like, yeah, it was like, all planned. That's, that's life coming full circle right there. <laughs> that's really cool. That's awesome. Uh, all yeah. right, so my second uh, something old is actually a mixtape uh, from another like artist from the south that I love and kind of disappeared for a while. Although, you know, you kind of can tell why he, he was gone, unfortunately. But, you know, we still love him as artists. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go B.O.B. No Genre. Yeah, baby. For my, uh, for That's my a great uh, second something old. We were actually listening to this in the car. Uh, Dr. Aiden was a great song off there. Obviously, Beast Mode is like the lead single off that mixtape. Uh, he had No Man's Land on there. I mean, there's so many different. Grand Hustle Kings. Like, shout out, you know, shout out to T.I. Mm-hmm. That's been like The Watchers, man. This, this has been like such a long trip from like the blog era of hip-hop like like i'm thinking about like just people that came up in the blog era right now are technically like the ogs is crazy I know. it's crazy but like and bob's in that mix like because he was that guy in 2010 when airplanes come came out and he had strange clouds with taylor swift yeah like nothing on you yeah you know, like a lot of shit. Like Which is like the intro to Bruno Mars. Oh, <laughs> man, we have, we have Bruno <laughs> Mars, the Anderson Pop. We'll get into that later because yeah. that's going to be a whole thing. That's crazy. But, man. no, man, it's just, wow. I, I, the, I describe his career as like a giant mountain because it was like the fastest rise and fall from grace I've ever seen. Like, I would say Because he, like, <laughs> he like literally was enormous for a minute, like, and I was really excited on B.O.B. because he had that I'll Be In The Sky song, and I'm like, damn, this is like some like modern age outcast shit type shit. Because he's rapping, he's singing, he's got that Atlanta slag to him a little bit. But, um, and then, yeah, and I actually, you know what? I saw him a couple times too. I saw him with uh, Open Up for Asher Roth and Kid Cudi um, at the Royal Oak Music Theater. I almost went to that show. It was fucking almost awesome. Went that was a great show. show. And then I also saw him open up for fucking Eminem and Jay Z at the Back to Back concert. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? I was actually on a rooftop bar in the middle of downtown Detroit, and I can hear because I was at Comerica, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I actually heard that concert from the place I was at because I was in I was at 350 Terrace actually. You know that's a roof of the Radio City Hall. Mm-hmm. So, I, oh the opera, not the opera, Radio City. Yeah, yeah, the music hall. It's the rooftop up there, mm-hmm. and it's right next door to Comerica, so you can actually hear it and kind of see like the the big screen from there a little bit. Yeah. So it was kind of cool like hearing that. 
And that just reminded me that we forgot another super important birthday. Fucking Dr. Dre's birthday was last week, oh, too. Shit. <laughs> and Dr. Dre was Dre. brought out at that concert. So that's why I just got to thinking that about it. That man has a lot going on right now. <laughs> he shout sure out does. To Dre. Yeah, shout out to Dre. Um, but yeah, so what song would you like to play off of um, No Genre? Let's go Dr. Aiden. Dr. Aiden, all right. Let me get that one pulled up. I was going to go Beast Mode, but... We just listened to it in the yeah. car. <laughs> yeah, gonna... uh, so here's a little Dr. Aiden off B.O.B.'s uh, No Genre. The truth is out there. Uh, members of the press, the American public, and people of the world. The original money came from the Nazis, the Nazi government. Teleportation. Well, this is the mysterious case of Dr. Aiden. Okay. Looking after her patients was her only obligation. Uh-huh. But that was back before, before, back before the situation. Okay. Before she got a visit from an agent. Right. He introduced himself as an employee of the nation. Right. He asked would she be willing to offer cooperation. Oh. You fit the job description and all the qualifications. Uh-huh. If interested, I need your signature on this paper. Sign she signed a dotted line without the slightest hesitation. Sure. She then received a letter stating the rules and regulations and the military bases where she must be relocated. She is not to discuss any business that's work-related. Lawyers found the documents and showed it to the government. That is a good-ass song. Oh, my God. I forgot about that song. That sounds good. Um, Yeah, shout-out to B.O.B. You know what's funny? He put out an album a couple years ago that was actually still really good, but people just weren't fucking promoting it. He put out an album last year. Was it last year? Maybe it was last year that I was thinking of. But actually, you know what? I think it was like 2018, the one that I'm thinking of. But I didn't know he dropped one last year. Yeah, he dropped. Uh, let me see. He oh shit, dude, he's been active. He had like three albums last year. <laughs> oh shit, he did three albums. I'm looking at it right now. It, a couple of them were collabs. Oh okay. They Who'd had, he collab with? Uh, DJ Doctor Chris huh, on both albums. Actually, I'm not sure who that is. It might be a producer or something. I'm I'm assuming, but I think the one you're talking about is Naga. Because yeah. I, I love that album, yep. too. Yep, It has a Lil Wayne verse on it, or feature on it, I think. I believe, yeah. He mm-hmm. has, no. The only major one is Flocka. So then, I, what album am I thinking of, then? I don't know. I'll there was the Upside Down he also dropped that had, uh, that was in 2018. So yeah, maybe that's what it was. B.O.B. has been dropping a lot of music, apparently. Do him and Slim Thug, like, fuck. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so my next something old is a album that can now legally drink and is an album that it's changed. That legally drink. It, honestly, I, I don't. As long as you're at the bar dram- before 10 p.m. <laughs> I don't mean to sound dramatic when I say this. This album literally did change my life. It changed my life in the way that I viewed hip-hop music because at that time I was kind of burnt out uh, on hip-hop. I, and I didn't buy this album in 99, let me preface that. I bought it my freshman year of high school um, with dishwashing money. Uh, from Dearborn Music, I remember. But anyways, it changed my life in the pr- in the way that I was kind of falling out of love with hip-hop at the time. I was kind of like bored with the shit that was getting promoted a lot on uh, radio because it was like a, a lot of like money cash hoes was like, you know, that was it. That was the topic money point. That was on popular Money radio. cash hoes. No, fire not, song, that's, by that's the way. That's a great song. I'm talking about <laughs> Jay-Z specifically. But that album opened up my eyes to this whole new world of like, hip-hop that was teaching you shit and making you learn about things because like once i fell in love with this album by the roots which came out in 99 um i that led me to the qual or quality by talib Kweli. it led me to most deaf it led me to like all kinds of other hip-hop that i didn't know was 
uh, had its own wave going on, more on the under underground scene. So, um, yeah, so shout out to Questlove, Black Thought, one of the greatest rappers of all time, probably the greatest rapper, honestly, if you really think about it. But, um, yeah, shout out to them, um, which actually it's also got Erica Badu on it, so we got shout out to her again. Oh, <laughs> but um, since I already played Erica Badu on this, I'm going to go with the next movement featuring uh, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Ah, oh, man. next movement um god that song is so good um and actually correction the album is 22 years old i still have it in my head that it's the year of 2020 so it's been, <laughs> so it's been drinking for a whole year <laughs> it's Got been it. drinking for a whole year it's 22 years old actually but um yeah shout out to the roots and it's actually kind of funny now that i think about it um i don't know if you saw this e but on twitter today black thought was trending and i'm like why is black thought trending hopefully nothing happened so i click on it right and it was all because this trolley fan some post went up where they had uh, compared Drake to the likes of Black Thought, Eminem. Um, there was a bunch of uh, legends, like spitter spitters named in this conversation. And it was like a new Gen Z type dude was like, I don't even like, why would you compare him to who is a Black Thought? What's a Black Thought? They're like <laughs> they're acting like they're like this one hit wonders only been out for two years. And this and that, they're like, you clearly don't know who Black Thought is, huh? <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love I love the Gen Z people getting into hip hop now. Yeah. I mean, as long as long as they're discovering it and getting to the culture, I'm happy. <laughs> but do your research, my friend. Yeah. <laughs> Questlove posted something. I'm and I'm paraphrasing, but something to the likes of like, you guys are gonna learn something one of these days or another. Black Thought is. Easily the best rhyme spitter. He'll be the best rhyme spitter when he's 83 oh, years old. Dude, that's my favorite. Like, people talking about how, like, Eminem was responsible for all of Royce's career and all this, and he wouldn't be anywhere without Eminem. And <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, same, same fucking thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. But, um, yeah, kick it back over to you because you had one more as well, correct? For something old? Something old, yeah. No, I'm out. Oh, I thought you said you had two. No, yeah, it was two. What did you do two? Yeah. Slim Thug and Oh, yeah, Slim Thug and BWB. Yeah. Dub. Wow. <laughs> Time right, flies. So something new. <laughs> yeah, something new. All right. So I did listen to a fair amount of new music that came out this oh, nice. week. Uh, 
I do want to give a quick shout out, even though I really wasn't a fan of the project. Anybody that shouts out to City of Detroit, I always love. Alice Cooper dropped a new project. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we listened to it in the car. Uh, there's a couple songs on there that's cool. Overall, it's not for me. Yeah. I mean, I'm it's like 70-something-year-old Alice Cooper. Yeah. I mean, it's whatever. But he is a legend, and the man has amazing music, and he's a great performer. I've seen him live before. He's fucking awesome. Right. But I, mean, I <laughs> really, however, I enjoyed the new KC Veggies project, the Woo! customized Greatly Five. I really enjoyed Currency's collection ag- agency Woo! that came out. Uh, Toro Yamoy dropped like a instrumental album that was cool, like of their album last year. I, it's great shower or relaxed music, or if you know, if you're allegedly smoking and looking at a projector <laughs> lights or something like that. <laughs> Pause. Anyway, uh, so anyway, but I do want to talk about. Another Detroit act, uh, Payroll and Giovanni. Uh, pay, not Payroll and Giovanni. Payroll, Giovanni, and Cardo dropped a track yeah. or an album, actually. Uh, I really, really enjoy Payroll on these type of beats and not like, I mean, not, I mean, we talked about the Detroit beats and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like the city beats. It's not for everybody. Personally, it's not for me. I enjoy him hearing, hearing him on these type of beats way more. Yeah. Wait, wait, what's the name of the album? Uh, another Day, Another Dollar. Another Day, Another Dollar. I actually have it queued up right here, too. Let's see. Oh, there we go. I'll play it on this one because that one's for the one you're plugged into is for phone call. It was uh, playing music. Huh? It, was playing, it played like a little clip earlier. I think he said something about the way it records. Ah, okay. Well, let's go with... There's a couple features on here, too. Like Larry June, you know, we love him. So Tamara Jewell, I believe she was on the last project he put out. It was the uh, blah, 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 Spirit of a Boss project earlier last year. Are they still under GZ or is that? Oh, hell no. Uh, yeah, okay. Doughboy Cash Out was gone. I mean, yeah. well, any, I think it was just Doughboy Cash Out oh, on okay. GZ. Okay. But I don't think he's solely, like, he, he signed a solo deal with GZ. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, it says BYLGU Entertainment. Got it. Mm. So I think he got his own. I think he got his own thing going. So, you yeah, know, shout should. out to the independent route. That's for sure. What uh what song off this project would you like me to play? Eyes closed. Eyes closed. All right. Here's a little bit of payroll Giovanni and Cardo off another day, another dollar, and this is Eyes Closed. Yeah. You know how it go. We're gonna boss up, we're gonna boss up some more. And we're gonna boss up after that. Ain't no selling. Now few. Big money, big rollies, big stacks, big diamonds, big bodies, big straps, big business. I got no room for mishaps, it's a big difference. Boy, you won't get your bitch back, I'll be quick flipping. Might go get the May back. See what I'm talking about? See what I'm talking about? Business. I'm too powerful for petty shit. Only get a thrill out doing heavy shit. Jumped off the porch and ever since I had a prezi wrist. Those that try to stop me wasting oh, energy. Take notice. Lately, oh, man. Moving like a kingpin, but still a stop and take a flip. You don't always have to use the drums. You don't always have to use the same drums. First class when we land. Used to wear rubber bands. Nice ice on each hand. You boss talk. Put your bitch ice. You so cheap. Damn. I can count a hundred thousand with my eyes closed. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> I'm gonna listen to this whole album when we leave here. That sounded super good. 
man, the production is strong. That's on what it. I'm you saying. Are right. like, yeah, like it's, <laughs> like I I I like payroll on these type of beats. Me too. I really do. Yeah. Like this is this is this is gonna be some shit. Yeah. So shout out to him. A, a recommendation from us to younger, newer artists: don't do the same shit all the time. Change it up. I mean, I get it. I, it I get it. It is the sound of the city. Yeah, I, I get I that. You. But yeah. at the same time, you know, you can divvy out of that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I get that you're trying to, I mean, that's the popular sound right now and everybody's trying to do that, but you can do other shit and stand out and that's yeah. cool too. That's definitely true. Yeah. That's definitely true. All right. So on to one of my something news. Um, my something new is out of this young Australian singer songwriter, multi-instrumentalist. She's much like a, um, like an FKJ or, um, Kind of, yeah, the people that kind of like do the looping and playing a lot of instruments at the same time and kind of all that shit. Her name is Tosh Sultana. Um, she has a new album out that is called, what the hell is the name of it? Terra Firma. I've, um, heard, I've heard of that album. She's so good, dude. She just makes really cool music. It's it's definitely like like some FKJ type shit. Um, I really enjoy it. Um I don't really have a lot to say about her because I'm still sort of new to her as an artist. Um, I mean, she's super young. She was born in, like, what, 95? So this girl is 25 years old. Um, But I'll just play you a little bit so you can get a little um, judgment for yourself. This is a song that I gravitated to the most off of her new album, and it's called Greed. That's a little bit of greed out of Tosh Sultana. And I just wanted to read this off real quick because it's fucking mind-blowing. It says on her Wikipedia, the instruments that she plays is guitar, vocals, bass, piano, keyboards, trumpet, drums, pan flute, mandolin, saxophone, and percussion. (laughs) Jesus. Yeah, so she's super, super talented. Um, And I was just trying to figure out where I – I was trying to remember where I saw her for the first time, and it dawned on me here now reading her Wikipedia page. She was on this show that I want to plug real quick because it's awesome on YouTube. It's this Australian radio station called Triple J, and they have a show called Like a Version where they just invite artists on there to cover other artists' music. And that's where I saw her because she covered um, Electric Feel by MGMT on there. I, I thought you were about to say Like a Virgin, Like Madonna. Yeah, well, that's, okay. that's where it's a play I, I, I got of. that. I got that. I was like, oh, all right. Yeah, so it's, it's just a really cool show. There's been like amazing artists on there that cover each other's music and shit. So, um, oh, yeah, so, shout uh, out that. Bryson Taylor dropped a deluxe 
for the oh the album yeah that's drop. right yeah I forgot about that yeah anniversary deluxe dropped extra five songs on there oh that's cool yeah, yeah I haven't listened to it yet I like the the original anniversary album is great so yeah, yeah I would definitely shout fuck out with to that. Bryson um un- unlike Budden in them though I'm not a big fan of like this this wave of deluxe albums I think it's kind of strange <laughs> uh, it, it depends on the artist and it depends on how many songs you're putting on yeah. there if it's like two songs I'm not I'm not gonna go back to it if it's like Seven, eight songs, like you know, an extended album. Like Freddie Gibbs did, like a fucking eighty track. Dude, one. yeah, it's it was like, like eighty-three songs or something like that. That's excessive, <laughs> but like somewhere in the middle of it, like say like eight, ten, something like that. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but and it's also it could be because like you know, COVID's going on, so people aren't touring, extra money. So they're Come trying on to make, now, repackage their shit. I, I mean, get I it. Get yeah. it. Get your shit off. No. That's cool. <laughs> no, that's fine. I get what you're doing, and I'm not mad at it. It's just would I go back and listen to it? It's got to be a reason for that, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I have to really like you to go back to it. All right. Um, did you say you had one more that you want to uh, play and pl- or plug and play some music from? Uh, we can go a little bit off the currency one, but there's a couple. That was my s- second one. Yeah. so we could both do that. Yeah, we one. can. Yeah, yeah, we can come out of currency one, and and the Casey Veggies one too actually was really cool. Hell yeah! We'll um, there's a couple those. singles that came out too. I didn't. I just noticed that like kind of got stuck out. YG and Big Sean dropped the track, for instance. YG and Big Sean did. Yeah. Wow, that's, that's cool. They stuck one out on us. Um. Uh, Somebody we were actually just talking oh, the Offspring stuck one out too. Oh, they have, they have an old, I think they might have an album. I listened to it. It's not very good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and coming right, from the, that out. was literally my favorite band ever. But like, I'm not really trying to listen to like 55 year olds making pop punk music anymore. I, I like. I, you know, <laughs> I, we talked about this last week. I really liked the Offspring. I liked the Offspring I then. Too, yeah. I, I still would listen to them every once in a while now. Yeah. No name snuck one out on us. Yep, that's true. Uh, we have. Post Malone snuck one out for the po- Oh yeah, what the fuck is with Pokemon, uh, Pokemon and po- uh, Post Malone? What's going on there? Have I you heard know. about what, this? No, I, have, I know that he, that song is the Hootie song was for um, the soundtrack or something. Yeah, he put out another song too. Uh, I, I don't know what he's doing with Pokemon. I want to look into it, and we'll probably talk about it next week because mm-hmm. that that could be a whole thing. But yeah, shout sure. to Post Malone. T Grizzly dropped one out on us. Damn, yeah, that's. I didn't uh, even know all this. We got we got some local tracks we got to play too. And yeah, and then Billie Eilish dropped one too, but yeah. Oh, I'd be interested to hear yeah. that. I'm not like a It's huge a live Billie song, guy, but like It's a live song too. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. Um how do I I got to see if I can find um Juan Michael OG on the DSPs. I already have it. Juan uh, Michael. Here's a single right here. I forgot shout out to Space Money Records by the way, speaking of Juan Michael. And then we're actually going to get Juan Michael a little a call after this too. Cool. One Michael OG. Okay, I found him. Yep. Uh, Fire Lamps. Fire Lamps. Uh, yeah, there it is. Um, so uh, if you, you probably actually, you there's a chance you probably missed this episode because it was super early days like for us. Top, it was like, it's like one early of our, 15. Yeah, it might have been. It might have been like the top first five episodes we did. It was back in my basement. That's in West true. <laughs> so um, Juan Michael is a friend of the show. He's makes really interesting music. This is the kind of dude that is an artist to me um, because he definitely is not afraid to try new things, um, and that's what we love him for. So here is a little bit of his new single, Fire Lamps. Stay and don't wanna go. See you every day and another 
receive it though. I grew up taking trips to another state out of them scenic roads. That's a little bit of uh, Juan Michael OG's new single. I like that. It sounds good. Our guy. Uh, and then another artist that I, I talked to the other day that I told him we'd uh, we'd listen and review his new track is our boy uh, AJ Freeman, who's got uh, this song called Friend of the Pod, Friend of the Studio. Yep. Been on the AJ. podcast before. That was more mid, or that was last year. No, that sometime. was last year. Yeah, yeah he yeah, was so, towards like, yep. yeah. Um, but he's got a new song with a artist named Sladre. Um, and this song is called Daydream. So here's a little bit of AJ Freeman, who is quite the hustler, man. I got to give it to him. I must say, between you know, DMs and texting me to check out his new single, or he posted. He's on his promotion game. He is. Uh, yeah. Shout out to AJ. We love you, bro. This shit crazy. I even fired up a blood nothing. Just kind of thinking, you know what I mean? Wake up straight like it. Shit about the future. Man. Maybe I can change things. Like in my daydreams One day, one day I'm a big king So pace yourself, king And maybe one day I can change things Okay, AJ Had him be like in my daydreams AJ Freeman a call I use this music till it make me yeah. I use this music till it take me yeah. I came through negotiating yeah. I need my pesos, no more waiting I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, wishfully in my past, but I self stacking these checks up and balancing this wealth. I can see all the promises I made to myself. Self work been low, but I know that it's coming. Commas for life, yeah, I changed like it's nothing. Had them be like in my daydreams. One Bro. day, one day, I'm a big king. I like to play a little bit longer. I like this a lot, actually. And maybe one day I can change this. Had them be like in my daydreams. One day, one day, we gon' do. Who's uh who's on the hook? Slaydre. Okay. I use his music to take me. All my fans emotionally invested. I ain't counting up bands. I'm counting up my blessings. Every day bring a struggle, but also a lesson. That's how I keep on moving forward. And I keep. I just love how AJ comes in like a battle rapper, though. That's my only thing. That's hard. That's hard. Keep on writing. Use your tongue as a weapon. So I'm prepping for anybody who get to step in. I'm living carefree. Yeah, I'm carefree. I give you all of me, kind of like a charity. I'm a different breed. They say a rarity. And I do this music shit as my therapy. Uh, but I gotta move carefully. AJ, good job, bro. No, this, song is tr- this song is dope, dude. This is a really good song. Um, And it's definitely... um. Shout out to you for showing some versatility because I was not expecting that type of shit at all. Oh, I was he, oh, he, some, oh like, he still got that battle rap, like <laughs> angry shit he got off. Like, yeah, but yeah. It was, it was, yeah, but it was more of a <laughs> slow down pace and, nah, uh, and that, that, that hook, that beat was tight. Uh, that was good. It. He I killed like that. it. He I killed really it. Like that. Yeah, good, sh- good job, AJ. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, let's see. Do I have anything else for, I think that was all for the, was there any other singles that you wanted to play? I don't mean, local artists or anything? Any local um, singles? Let me see if I... I mean, sometimes I send them to you on DM like, style. I feel like there sure. was somebody we wanted I to play. I feel like there was, too. I feel like there was one more, and I'm, try- I'm blanking on it right now. We played Paris last week, um, so it wasn't that. Where's the Beats and Brews? Because I, I always usually send you this shit. Um, no, I didn't send you any more. I, I sent you Juan Michael, and I sent you that one. Uh, hmm. That's it. That's all I got. Is that everybody? Yeah. And if we if we think of it and there was something, we'll play it next week. <laughs> um, but yeah, so shout out AJ and Juan Michael, by the way, because that was really dope. Both of you guys. Um, but yeah, moving along, we can now get to our sports news. You want to call Juan Michael? Oh, uh, let's call him at the. Uh, 
Oh, yes, we can call him right yeah. now. Fuck it, let's we call just, him we now. Just, we just played him. Yeah, let's call him right now. All right. Good afternoon. Hi. Hello. We are looking for the uh, owner of Space Money Records, Juan Michael OG. Is this him? <laughs> The owner of Space Money Records, this would be the guy. Oh, yeah. shit. I think we got the right number. <laughs> mm -hmm. What up, mm -hmm. man? How you been? I've been good, man. I'm actually working on a beat right now. Woo! Hell yeah, man. We just got done playing your new record on the podcast. Oh, I appreciate <laughs> it. I wish, honestly, man, I wish I had tuned in. I mean, I'm, I'm doing a lot right now. I got a lot going on in life, but I, honestly, I should pull a podcast up right now. We, we, we're not even live right we're now. We're not live anyways. streaming. This will, be up, this will be up tomorrow. Yep. Or Tuesday. That, <laughs> word. That works for me. Yes, uh, sir. You know, I'll just send me the link or anything. I'll find it myself regardless. It'll be shared and it'll be sent to every social media. I got you. Got you, Appreciate man. you. So let's talk about Fire Lamps, man. What was the, uh, what's, what was the, what was the sauce behind this one? Yeah, well, first of all, it's good to hear from both of you guys, and I appreciate the support and the love. You guys have been nonstop and constant, and it's always a blessing to hear from y'all. Y'all are awesome as hell. Appreciate it, man. Um, we, we always appreciate you, man. Likewise. Yeah, man. So, so Firelamps, I got a new project that I'm working on. Well, actually, the project's done. I lied. The project's completely oh, done. Oh, shit. <laughs> and I'm working on another project that, that's uh, it's, it's sequel or successor, if, if, if you, if you want to call it that. Um, so what I'm doing is I'm trying to front load a bunch of music and, uh, just focus on the videos and fire lamps is really the first video in the series of those songs. I'm not going to really call it a rebrand, but I'm definitely looking to, I'm, I'm aiming, I'm aiming at different uh, sounds, different styles, the different genre. Every single time I make a new project, I'm always trying something new. And one of my friends for Firelamps, she specifically said, hey, I need a slow song. I need like a slow jam. I need something that's like, you know, getting your feelings, emotional type of track. As you know, usually I'm a bit more hype as far as, you know, the, the music I make. I'm a lot more energetic. So I wanted to kind of slow it down and prove to her and some other people that I can make uh a little bit more emotional and uh, uh, loving type of song. And that's pretty much the biggest inf uh, inspiration for uh, Fireland. I remember like when we, when I first interviewed you before the podcast and stuff like that, I think that was just for the beats and brews site. We were talking, I remember we were sitting in your car and we were talking about your project and like your, uh, I think it was oh, like the verified villain one. I think that's what the one we were yeah. talking about. Yeah. And we were talking about like production and just like how you approach music. He goes, I mean, you, like, kind of work on it. It's not necessarily hip-hop all the time either. It's just, like, all, like, it could be rock. It could be R&B. It could be, like, just some just crazy shit that come out of left field for you. Yeah. I, I think it sounds amazing, dude. I think it, it's awesome that you did this because it proves that you can do both well. And we were just talking about the importance of, the importance of versatility because we were talking about how a lot of Detroit artists will use those, like, classic sounding Detroit type beats and you're like man that shit can be so fucking annoying because like everyone's trying to use the same fucking shit and not doing anything like new and branching out so it's nice to hear you do something like that thank you I, I'll say this I think that it's good to have consistency and I understand why a lot of artists use the same type of beat 
And I understand why others that are just up and coming artists are using similar beats in that genre, you know, to try and catch the wave. Because right now, Detroit is popping more than ever. Oh, so, God. You know, yeah. Shout out Detroit. Yep. Shout out Detroit for that. Um, but, you know, again, as you guys have, you know, kind of explained and we've talked about before, I like to do my own genre my own style and i don't ever deviate from that if i I, like i will sit for months and months sometimes without creating anything until i find a pocket that i really appreciate or feel like i can make consistently and every project is a representation of that that's what i like about you man yeah i i I, it's like a lot of people like just try to like i mean a lot of people have the approach of flooding the market and with the same shit Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and it just gets old and repetitive at the time like how you do it, you're like real authentic and just new and want to do something different. And I always respected that about you and like your craft, you know? It means a lot, man. It really does. Yeah. And I, I, just to say, I can't, I cannot wait for you guys and everyone else to hear what I have in store for this new project. I will say this. The new project is called Matters of the Heart. Ooh. Um, the cover has been technically released for a while whether people know it or not. I like to play I like to play with that. You know, like to give people that kind of, you know, little secrecy like you know what I mean? Just uh-huh. kind of play with people's minds a little bit. And um I haven't named the next project that I'm currently working on. But I will say that when you guys hear the the new project, there's a lot of uh rap elements. But I'm gonna be honest, I'm kinda transitioning more into like a uh I don't wanna say sing I don't wanna say singing but I will say more of a, a melodic uh, music type, yeah. a, a more of a, a, a something like that. Let's just give it that, a more melodic music. Like, type. I noticed you kind of were, like, in this particular single, you kind of were like a Gambino bag almost. Not, like, necessarily like oh. him, but, like, your own, like, version of that. Yeah. No, for sake of description, I'll take that. Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely accept that. And I can agree. Because um, Childish, he's very, or uh, Donald, he's very... Uh, He's very unique in his own way, and everything that he's done lately has been more of, like, that singing vibe. Mm-hmm. And I had a conversation with my friend. When we met, he had told me uh, – I mean, we met on the on the sake of trying to make a career out of this, this rap music. But then it became a little bit more for me. And because of that, he told me recently, it's like, I don't even look at you as a rapper anymore. I feel like you're more of like a singer. Like a, you're more of like an artist. artist. I called you an artist. Like an overall artist, dude. And that's, what, and that's why I like put you in the Gambino bag, just because I was like, I look at somebody who just does a lot of shit at once. Like, just like what do you call it? What's the, what's the term you call it? Uh, a renaissance man? Is that it? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Because oh, I, like I, I know you're doing okay. the videos. I know you're doing a lot of production. Like, you got a lot of shit going you on. You package the stuff me, yeah. well together, too, because I like how you release it with, like, the fact that a visual is coming with it and all of that stuff, and, and it can be new and creative. And it actually, I was just thinking about it. So I, I heard an old interview with CeeLo, and they were asking him about why he started making music, like, that went away from the hip-hop stuff and rapping. And he was like, well, after a while and after I said what I needed to stay in a hip-hop format, I just felt boxed in and limited, and so I wanted to just change up my style, and that's why I started doing stuff where I was singing more, and I was like, yeah, I get that. I understand. Yeah. See, there's something about, and I know I know that um, I know that you make music specifically yourself, so I know that you have, like, your own understanding of this, and I've listened to all your songs and stuff that's on Apple Music as well. 
So I know that you have, you know, your own type of bag that you're in as well. You're talking about and, me? Yeah, he's talking uh, about yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to yeah. say, you're talking about Neil making music? I'm like, oh, shit. I don't make music. I just love music. <laughs> no, no, I, yeah, I know Neil doesn't make any music uh, right now. But if he did, if he did, I, I could only imagine. I could he's probably A&R some problem. shit. Neil is going to be on this next project, though. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's going to be interesting to hear. Yes, That's going to be very interesting to hear, definitely. Um, but, yeah, when you... It's something about singing. It brings out something in the soul. It's a little bit more freeform. You can be as expressive as you like with it. But with rapping, again, there's a rhythm. There's a pattern. There's something that you kind of have to follow. Mm -hmm. And I think the Migos really set the pace with the triplet uh, triplet flow that a lot of people follow. But even Detroit set its own pace with the way that they rap. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to not love their music and try and replicate things based on just it being in my, in my head and my subconscious. Mm -hmm. So I choose to take time away to make my own flow and my own genre. And I think that's why it comes out the way it does. You know, the best. Oh my bad. I'm sorry. Cut you off. (laughs) No, no, you're fine. You're fine. Just to finish up. I was just going to say, I think it just takes a lot of time for me to really process what I listen to and not, not do what other people do and differentiate myself from from you know take take the little things that I do love about their music and make it my own but at the same time not copy those people and make what I want to make. My best thing I what I do when I record like when I get in the recording process and stuff like that cuz I know I do more like hip hop rap stuff, I don't listen to any hip hop rap like or rap mm-hmm. or anything. I don't listen to anything in the genre I'm in. Mm-hmm. And that's the best way to do it so you don't like copy that style. Like I'll listen to some shit like Oh man, this just came out. I kind of want to do something similar to this, similar to that, and that's why I changed my stuff around so much. But if you just take it, like take it back, and like how you said, like sit on it for a few months or so, even listen to like different stuff, like it, you kind of develop that sound. Like you know what, I kind of want. I can take the elements from you know stuff like this and kind of put it into my music. Exactly. Because if you do hip, if you if you're listening to the same genre you're in, as you are, you know being an artist or a rapper, you know, I mean, this probably goes for like country music, rock music mm-hmm. too. Like you start copying shit here and there from that. Exactly. Like, even beyond music too, comedians talk about that shit all the time. Like how they don't like to be in the comedy clubs when they're currently working on their set because you don't want to subconsciously steal a joke idea from another comedian or something right. like that. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was just, uh, uh, they were, so they just had, it's been go- making the rounds a lot lately because they just had Carlos Mencia on um, oh one of the podcasts that I was, what are Tiger Belly podcasts, which is Bobby Lee's podcast, and they brought up the whole like him stealing from comics and shit like that, and they unpacked like the whole thing. So it was a pretty interesting conversation. Yeah, they ended that man's whole career. Hell yeah, they did. <laughs> him and Dane Cook. Him and Dane Cook. Yes, sir. He did the same thing. <laughs> oh Jane. my god, man! I love Dane Cook, but I haven't watched any of his. I don't know if he's done any more uh, comedy recently, but I love Dane Cook. He's a funny guy. I'd have. I'm, I'm honestly, after we get off the call, I'm gonna look into Dane Cook just to see what any type of new content he's released. Because, um, no, I think, honestly, and even to tap in on that, not to get it too off track, I think that comedy and um, rap go hand in hand totally. in a oh, lot absolutely. of different ways. And to hear people like, uh, I think it was Dave Chappelle talking about uh, him and someone else. I think it was him and Chris Rock. And I hope I didn't get this co- incorrect, but I think it was either him and Chris Rock were together or they went to someone else's show for Chris Rock. But Dave Chappelle was with someone else. And they were sitting in the crowd, and it was a, upon a time when he was a little bit uh, less popular, and he was still coming up with his own content and or 
at a point in his career where he was still trying to hit like, you know, the very top. And he was talking about how he was sitting in the crowd listening to someone else's jokes and they heard someone like repeat his joke or something of that nature. And then they like were like had like a piece of paper or like a napkin and they were writing the jokes on it. And he was like scribbling stuff off as he was listening to people talk. And I thought that was funny because like I feel like it gets really dynamic like that. Like you don't want to steal other people's stuff. You don't want to sound unoriginal. You got millions and millions of people watching that specific person that you want to go see. So you don't want to sound just like them. Um, and I think that's what makes it hard. It makes it uh, challenging for a lot of creatives. But for people, you know, who can overcome that challenge, that's what makes them unique. Definitely. And especially in the age of the Internet, where like anything that does get copied or ripped off is going to end up being a clip on YouTube or uh, Twitter. And yes. Everyone's going <laughs> to oh, can't get away with cancel anything. culture field day with it. Anything these days. <laughs> I have been on the Internet since I have been on the Internet since AOL and dial up first began so i literally i have seen memes develop since memes became and i know exactly what you mean like we're at a point in 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 the internet where there's literally there's nothing you can hide like everything has been created people are replicating things we know that people steal stuff and it's sad because it's almost gotten to a point where that's okay and like like i've seen the same dog and cat videos on multiple pages on multiple oh, platforms. Oh yeah, that's all they do like, now with this TikTok craze is recreate each other's videos and shit. It's the the microwave era, yeah, as we call sure. it. Yeah, that's the microwave perfect. era. Like everything is just like microwave and fed back to you. <laughs> yeah, microwave. I like that. I'm gonna have to take that in the microwave era. Yep. Shit, I, I want to say I damn near want to say the air fryer era, but whatever. <laughs> air, uh, I like that even the better. Air fryer. That's that's <laughs> more relevant. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Shit, man. Well, anyways, we got a few more things to get to, and our episode's getting a little uh, long. But, uh, just making sure, how's everything going since quarantine, man? Yeah, how's you and your family and everything? Well, quarantine hasn't affected me too much because I'm a homebody in the first place. I'm actually going to li- not lie. I'm very upset that I can't do shows at the moment. Um, I was even invited out to an event last night. I, I chose not to go for a number of reasons, but I really can't wait for quarantine to be over. If it ever does become, you know, ever, you know, stops and I'll be able to um, get back to like performing and getting on stage and being social and networking. Right now, I'm just going to focus on, like I said, uh, Fire Lamps. I'll say this now. Fire Lamps drops tomorrow, March 1st. Oh, hell yeah. If you want to listen to it, it's on Apple Music, Spotify, all streaming platforms. You can go, uh, you know, put it on your playlist. But Fuck the you video mean if we want to listen to it. We definitely want to listen to it. We're going to listen to it. And, um, uh, but yeah, when I drop the video, I'm going to do, I'm going to make sure that it gets a little bit more push because I want people to see it and even to tap back into what we spoke about previously. During quarantine, I'm focused right now on making a lot more visuals and making sure that every song I release has a visual. I don't want to release any song that doesn't have one, but I need to be more consistent, so I'm not going to slack on that, though. So you can expect every single song that I drop to have a visual um, up until the entire album release. So for the new project, just expect that. Well, we're working on different content for this podcast, so we might have to have you come back and do a little performance for us sometime. Ooh! Don't get me excited. <laughs> I would love to. And we would love would to love have you to, back guys. in person as well, man. We've been doing these phone call interviews and stuff lately just for the sake of, you know, less people in the studio during COVID times. But we can't wait to get back to doing face-to-face interviews right. as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we'll see what happens with, with COVID and the quarantine. 
But going forward, though, I would love to be a part of the show anytime you guys, you know, want to have me and we can make it feasible. Or if you just want to kick it, man, hit us up. That too, man, for sure. For sure. Both of you guys, if you have personal Instagrams, um, I hate to say this, but I, I was going through like a big thing with, uh, I don't want to say like identity, but I just wanted to get away from like the influence of social media. So I unfollowed a lot of people on my personal or my uh, on the Why Michael OG Instagram. I have a personal one um, that I'm sure you guys are probably following as well. And I've been trying to keep most of my friends and most most of my closer connections on the personal one. Mm-hmm. So if you guys want to send me a message and just pop back in, uh, we can definitely make that happen. Absolutely, bro. I'll shoot you a little uh, message after the show's over. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you guys for the call and. Um, I can't wait. I mean, I, I got the YouTube page up right now. I'm probably going to go on Facebook and share a couple of these videos and check them out just to just to shout out the page. That's so why I appreciate the support, and I appreciate hearing from you guys. Uh, anytime, thank you so much. We appreciate you yeah. making the music that you make, man. So uh, keep on doing that shit, and we'll keep playing it. You bet. I ain't, I ain't never going to stop. As old as I get, it's, I got other things that are more important sometimes, but I ain't never going to stop making this music. I love hearing that shit. Yeah, me yeah. too, man. Well, we'll talk to you, bro, all right? All right, man. You guys have a good one. Thank you. Yeah, you too. All right, peace. I remember the first time That's I actually <laughs> like interviewed him was before. It was pre-podcast. It was like when I was just doing the Beats and Brews website and the blog. I went to some show he had in the middle of bumfuck Ann Arbor. It was like Milan or something like that, like uh. an offshoot or something <laughs> like that. I forgot exactly where it was. It was like this like barn. And he played with a bunch of rock bands. He he rapped with a bunch of rock bands and stuff. I like can that. see him doing that. And I was like, I like this guy because mm. we we kind of we would get along ever since. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> All right, well, let's rifle through our news um, segments real quick because we are running a little long as it is. Yep. But let's get to sports first. And I think the most noticeable thing that happened in sports news would be the car accident of Tiger Woods. Um, we're, st- we st- we're still not sure if he was coming or going, but he was on the way to some kind of golf thing or maybe on the way home. We're not positive. But um, crashed his car going fast, and now he has to have two different – or he had two different surgeries, I guess, pins put in his legs. And that was on top of the fact that he just had back surgery like a week prior to that. So Tiger's going to be out for a while, man. Yeah, man. I mean, this like, doctor is saying it's going to be Tiger. months and months of recovery. So I really, really hope – that you know he pulls through this. I don't. I don't see him ever being the same player ever again. Though, and that's what sucks. Like I, mean, I, I want already. I want him to be back. But dude, like we talked about it like off air. We had like four or five back surgeries already. Mm-hmm. Then he had this pill I mean, addiction on top of that. Oh my god! No. So. And then he had a DUI like 2016, 2017. That was actually. I think, I think it was four I, pills. I don't. I hope that that's not the cause of it. And I'm gonna you know always go guilty into proven innocent. I'm going to just say he, you know, he just probably was texting or some shit. It probably. makes me nervous, though, because it, I guess texting could be true. But I mean, it, which is also, you know, illegal, but it's yeah. not booze or pills. It just makes <laughs> me nervous, though, because the report said that there wasn't even any brake marts. So he didn't even, like, uh, slow down around this curve that he was going around. So it makes me think that he, like, obviously, like, either what you said, texting, or maybe fell asleep. But let's hope that's not the case, and let's hope that, um, you know, just something, just an awful freak occurrence and... 
We're, at least he's alive, right? That's the most yeah. important part of this news story is that he's alive. Yeah, he's alive. He, you know, he's getting surgery and stuff like that. But you know, he's alive. He's breathing. You know, he's still he's still Tiger. So it definitely had that all too familiar Kobe Bryant feel to it. At oh first. my God! Don't even get me started <laughs> on that because I'm like, if we lose Tiger and Kobe like back to back, I'll be yeah, I won't be. I will go ape shit. Which actually leads like me into my next point. Actually, they decided to uh, they're making Kobe the uh, official logo. Did they for, uh, did they confirm the NBA, that? Yeah, yeah. So they're replacing Jerry West with Kobe. Yep. Is that confirmed? I'm pretty positive. Because I, I know that the, debate was going on for a minute. I don't know. I if saw that's the logo confirmed. like posted on a bunch of people's accounts, so I'm I'm thinking that it, it is. And my boy my boy Rich from work actually posted it, and he's like an obsessive Kobe Bryant fan, so I think so. But um, yeah, and then. <laughs> The other news article that I had for this week, more of a funny one to me, is just in a classic case of don't fuck with people you don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it uh, just doesn't yeah, work yeah. out so well. So this uh, player for Oklahoma's football team, his name is Spencer Jones, was in a bar, which the bar looks like fucking COVID's not even going on. <laughs> like There's like all kinds of people everywhere, not wearing no masks. But they're in the bathroom, Spencer Jones and his buddy, when they approach this, um, which they didn't know at the time, is a MMA-trained fighter. And in the video, you see the tr- fighter get slapped, and it looks like blood's coming down his nose or something. And he kind of wipes his nose and then just unleashes on these kids. I mean, I actually didn't watch the video. I heard about it. I'll, I'll, I'll check it out the later. The video is crazy. He's supl- They're in the middle of the bathroom. There's, like, people peeing around him, like, not even phased by it. But he, like, suplexes the guy, puts him in a rear naked chokehold, and, like, just totally annihilate. Jesus After, like, <laughs> delivering, like, five, six punches, like, to each one of these dudes. They said that it was so bad, E-Man, that he almost lost his eye. Fuck. Like, they had to do surgery on his eye at the hospital. So, yeah, word to the wise, don't mess with people you don't know, especially when crazy times are going on so like this. So the logo thing is still a conversation. Is it still a conversation? Still a conversation. God damn it. <laughs> just, just well, just do it up. already, NBA. <laughs> <laughs> uh, real quick in sports, too, I want to yeah. talk about because there's a rise in violence against the Asian community. Yeah. Like, if you guys don't know if that's going on right now. So, uh, you know, it's with everything that's what happened in 2020 to have something like this happen in 2021 is fucking mind-blowing to me. But that brings me to my next point about sports is Jeremy Lin, uh, G League player right now. You know, he we had Lin Sanity a few years back. Uh, he's playing in the G League now. He, he was the Knicks, right? The Knicks he was, was with the Knicks, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, he was saying that somebody in on the court called him coronavirus. Like it's ridiculous, dude. <laughs> I, I I just don't get fucking people, man. I mean, I get trash talk on the court and trying to get in somebody's head. I mean, because that that's sports, mm-hmm. but that's a little bit over the. That's a lot over the fucking line. I actually, mean, Trump, with everything that happened. Trump issued or ushered this type of. Sh- behavior in by calling it the kung flu virus and all kinds of all the racist rhetoric he spoke over the last four years but i mean mean, there's been racism since the dawn of time so it's just it's just sad that it's still this rampant and it seems like it's like we're going backwards in the the words of the guy me you and sean went to go uh when we went to go see the band at northern lights lounge and there was a guy, gentleman there who refused to get up his seat, even though it was reserved, but nobody was there. I think uh-huh. it was like two years out. So in the words of him, Donald Trump got y'all fucked up. <laughs> Donald Trump got- <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. But um, I didn't have anything else for sports. Did you have anything else for sports? Uh, for sports? Oh, the All-Star game. <laughs> that's oh, yeah, All-Star game's <laughs> All-Star happening, game's which coming. seems a little like unnecessary uh, when unfortunately, there's no fans. Like- I, I just don't get it. No, it's not, it's not for the fan. It's for the city of Atlanta. 
and boosting money. Oh, it's in it's Atlanta. It's in Atlanta. So is there going to be fans? It's in an open there? city. So is there going to be fans? There? Probably. Which I heard <laughs> Boston just went back to 100% compete, uh, capacity Boston. in their restaurants. Boston, Texas. Too. Oh, no, Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, yeah. That's fucking stupid. But um, yeah, I didn't have anything else for sports. Moving on to uh, movies and TV. Uh, Snowfall, my favorite current TV show, just came Real back. Real quick, before we go into that, okay. quick shout-out to Tim Blackman, uh, one of our boys who got nominated for a Detroit Music Award, as well as our boy Nick Small, who yeah. got nominated for a Detroit Music Award. Who you know as the engineer of our podcast for the first year or so, or maybe like the second year, I think. But um, yeah, shout-out to E-Man and shout-out to Tim. That's awesome. Shout-out to E-Man and Tim. I didn't get nominated for did, shit. Did I say even? No, I, said, I, <laughs> I didn't get <laughs> <laughs> Oh, however, one thing we forgot to talk about since we've been back, the Washtenaw, we won Best Podcast in Washtenaw County. Yeah, we did. We forgot to talk about that for like four episodes. I was not going to let us forget that. <laughs> we won so, it in the year that we were basically <laughs> off the whole year, too. We only like, recorded like five episodes that year, so that was kind of so funny. So shout out to eCurrent Magazine for nominating, or for actually not nominating us, but shout out to the people who voted, and shout out to eCurrent for adding us win. Yeah. Like, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. But yeah, so uh, moving on okay, to now TV and movies. <laughs> um, my favorite television show, which was... Originally created by John Singleton. Rest in peace, John Singleton. Um, Snowfall is back. It came back with two new episodes, which were fucking phenomenal. Like, right out the gate, it started out so strong. Franklin Saint. Uh, Franklin. Shout out to Damson uh, Idris. That's his name. Uh, The guy that plays Franklin Saint. He is just a fantastic Another British actor, man. Yeah, he's so good. And he does that Cali accent so good. British actors are killing it. He's killing it. He's killing it. John Boyega, (laughs) got Daniel uh, Kaluuya. Wait, he's he's British too? <laughs> I didn't know that, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. But um, yeah. So Snowfall is back. Um, I s- saw that Netflix actually tomorrow. Tomorrow's March. Biggie, 1st, right? yeah, Biggie, doc Biggie comes out documentary tomorrow. comes out tomorrow. So I want to watch that. I know you don't watch this, but WandaVision's been absolutely insane. I do want to watch. Oh it. Oh my god, dude, I just don't I have Disney wait. Plus. Ugh. Yeah, I'll, I'll let so you borrow it. That centers <laughs> around um, what's the guy's name? The dude from the Avengers name that. The couple doesn't it surround like Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, character? Wanda, who is the younger sister, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Correction, I was wrong. <laughs> I was definitely sister. wrong on that. I was definitely wrong. Elizabeth Olsen, and I forgot who plays Vision. Uh, Vision is his name. That's what I was yeah. trying to think of. Who who plays Vision? I forgot his. Oh, I don't know his name, name either. Anyway, but, but yeah, that's what it's sitting on. It's sitting on them. It takes place right after the Thanos, like Thanos dies. Oh, snap so it takes place after Endgame. Okay. Spoiler alert for people who haven't saw Endgame. But <laughs> I um, now I'm interested because I did like Endgame. I liked those movies a lot. The Avengers. Yeah, movies I, my my theory is it ends there and it sets up for the Doctor Strange movie because I know she's gonna be in Doctor Strange. So mm. that's what that's how they're gonna do that. And then you got Falcon and Winter Soldier coming out as well as the Loki has his own show coming out too. Oh, and Hip Hop Uncovered. Shout Trick Hip Hop Uncovered is so good. Oh shout, my God. Yeah, Detroit Trick Trick. We need your uh, we need your stamp of approval. By the way, we want you to be our OG. <laughs> so Please. shout out to you. Um, you actually come to this studio quite a bit and work with all yeah, of our you, people. Yeah, so. like the thing is, like Trick Trick has been in the studio, God knows how many times, and we've been in the studio. <laughs> I don't know how many times, and we've never ran into <laughs> never Trick Trick paths. once. Never, <laughs> never crossed paths with him or Royce, and they've both been in this place a million times. Uh, but Oh, well. But one of these days we will. But that is one of the best docuseries I've seen in a very long time. There's six parts out right now so far, I think. I don't know if that's it or Speaking not, of docuseries, I saw you watch Britney Doc finally. No, I didn't watch it. Ah, <laughs> no. I keep forgetting to fucking watch it. And I did hear it's that it was only amazing. an hour. I, I just it's keep forgetting to watch it. Um. We will have a lengthy discussion about that because it's 
part of a bigger picture that we want to unpack um, on the podcast, which is the mistreatment of women in the music industry. Well, just in entertainment industry. We talked about the general. Selma Hayek thing last week mm-hmm. and with her in Desperado. And yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's, there's a lot to unpack there. And I, I want to I get the full scope. So I definitely want to see it because it did lead to um, a super late apology from Justin Timberlake that we, we talked about a few weeks ago, I think. But oh, um, Gaga's dog handler. We can talk about that. For that'll a be in our music news. I think that was all I had for. Is that for TV? That was TV and movies. I think that's all I've got for my TV and movies. Uh, Anything else for you? you I, oh yeah. Um, I started watching. Oh, I finally finished Atypical. By the way. Oh, I want to start. Atypical that. is a great show. Uh, shout out to Michael Rappaport, Jennifer Jason Lee. Uh, I think the Jennifer last, Jason Lee's in it too. Yeah, Jennifer Jason Lee. She's the is she the mom. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah. That's awesome. Jennifer from. Uh, Ungrateful Eight. Oh, what's not Ungrateful Eight? What's the fucking movie called? Hateful Eight. Hateful Eight. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shit. She's from, she's doing a bunch of shit. But. She. What I remember her from is fucking way back in the day. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. That too. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, that's all I got for TV and movies. I believe that's all I have as well. Now we'll finally wrap it up with our music news. Can we talk about Hove real quick? What about Hove? You know Hove sold his uh, Ace oh, of Spades? Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he sold ha- his Ace of Spades stock to LMVH yeah. uh, for, the I don't know Hennessey. what the amount was. But, yeah, he puts him almost, it puts him in billionaire contention. Mm-hmm. He's so a smart guy. Shout, shout out to Hove. And, like, he yeah. still, and he still has 50% of the company. Fucking yeah. crazy. Shout out <laughs> Hove. Um, also, another Detroit artist made some news when there was a shoot, another shooting in Atlanta at the 42 Doug and Roddy Rich video Jesus shooting. Christ. Luckily, both artists are okay, but uh, we're going to need someone to figure out what the fuck is happening in Atlanta right now because it's out of control. Like, all these rappers are getting targeted. And I oh, and, it. you know, no, there's no, no no big deal. Just, you know, the... Sci High the week before. The- no, <laughs> no, man. It's just, you know, we have the All-Star game coming. So, you know, nothing... <laughs> nothing what can go wrong? Right? <laughs> what can go wrong? Uh-huh. It's just the biggest event in, like, you know, entertainment, sports, like, people like, hanging out and shit. I know it. No, no big deal. And then it's not a spreader event at all. <laughs> <laughs> and then also, we want to say, welcome home to Bobby Schmurda. Hot nigga. Let's play it. The hat is returned, ladies and gentlemen. Can we play some Bobby Schmurda yeah, real quick? Fuck it, play not? a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. The hat has touched down. The hat has touched down. <laughs> yeah, Bobby Schmurda was greeted by uh, Quavo, it looks like. They got in a PJ and flew off somewhere. Uh, he was back. Looks like he's having fun on Instagram back home. He's got like some custom luggage. It looks like. Yeah, it looked yeah. amazing. Dude, yeah. Shout out to Bobby <laughs> Schmurder. Coming, like, coming home looked awesome. Like, how dope are you that you get picked up from prison in a private jet by fucking Quavo from the Migos? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. Apparently, of. they've been touring <laughs> together too. So, like, they were touring together before uh, yeah, that he op- happened. He opened for them, right? Migo- the Migos opened for Bobby Schmurder? No, other way around. Bobby Schmurder for, opened for, for Mi- Migos. Yeah. Are you sure about that? Because mm-hmm. Bobby Schmurder was big around that time. Migos were not. But he was brand new. He was just <laughs> coming out. And, and Migos had definitely. Were, I, I think, think that was the other way around, Neil. We'll double check that for next week. You you might be right. You were right on the last one. Uh, But here's a little bit of Bobby Shmurda. Ah, yeah. You think he wants. You think, you think how long do you think before we get a Bobby Shimmer like single? Oh, it's gonna be soon. I bet you he's already got him rap, all the raps written. Like it's it's gonna sell so many fucking records when it comes out. Uh-uh. And chew me on some hot nigga. Like I took this, I see when I shot niggas. 
Like you seen him twirl, then he drops, nigga. And we keep the mind millies. It's a shimani dance. Get that shimani going. He done drop, niggas. And we be wildin', he some hot, nigga. Tones known to get busy with some clocks, nigga. Try to run down and you could catch a shot, nigga. Running through these checks till I pass out. Pass out. Shorty give me neck till I pass out. I swear to God. Papa is another one. I didn't know his mom managed him. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like, cause I know, like, we were uh, we were watching uh, Hip Hop Uncovered, and then I saw like uh, Aunt Deb. Like, that's uh, Flocka's mom. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah. That was kind of cool to learn to learn that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's gonna go crazy, and it's also awesome. I think it's very cool that him, um, him and Roddy Rebel's music is like going oh, yeah, crazy Roddy. right now. Both went. I think both of their biggest singles have gone platinum since he got released from prison. So like, it's cool to see that he's getting what he deserves because he he went away for I mean for being a, a stand up friend. I mean he took more time so that his best friend could That's get less real time. That's some real shit. And then he, he did the reverse rainbow break. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's crazy too that it's just like that. It's some bullshit charges, really, in my opinion. It's like guns at the studio. Like New York is so fucked with the gun things. It's real kind of like ridiculous. Uh, we forgot. We kind of. Well, I guess we're on music news, so we're in pocket. But uh, one of the greats, one of the great groups of mm-hmm. our time, of our, uh, if for my EDM people, for people that listen to Kanye, for people that listen to The Weeknd, uh, Daft Punk has retired. Yes, officially they did. In a very sad send-offish video where one blows up the other one. <laughs> yep. Oh. <laughs> That that bummed me out, man, because I was kind of hoping they'd at least go out with like a one final last album. album. You know what I mean? I mean, it's been a minute since Get Lucky. I think, dude, was Starboy their last thing? Like uh, that they did Starboy, and then what was the other one on that album? Uh, I feel it coming. Feel it coming. I yeah. feel it coming. Yeah, that was them. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes me sad because those songs kind of suck. <laughs> but Random Access Memories, their last album was fucking a masterpiece. That is a great. I great still album. think Weekend shouldn't have did Starboy at the. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think so either. At the but um, at the game. Daft Punk is definitely. I mean, every, everything everything good comes to an end, I and mean, they've been around for twenty eight years making music yeah. and shit. So I get it, but I was just kind of hoping they would go out with another album. But you know, you know, it is what it is. Everybody can't have what you want, so. But um, yeah, that's oh. all I have. You have we got else? one more music news. Okay. Uh, the supergroup, the West Coast supergroup. Oh yeah, holy <laughs> shit! I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, man. So, so we have E40, Too Short, Snoop. Ice Cube, and Snoop Dogg with features out of Crooked Eye and, and Dre. Dr. Dre. Yeah, out of a couple. Hopefully, songs. exhibits on there too. I've been I, I, I can see exhibit, exhibit there. Yeah. That would be I amazing. I can see corrupt there. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, Daz and corrupt on there too. Daz, the old yeah. Dog Pound. Oh my god, that sounds great. I mean, E40 and Too Short have albums together already. But I could actually see Kendrick there, too, to be honest with you. Or Game. That would be sick, yeah. dude. Put all the West Coast legends on there. Yep. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah, so shout out them. I'll, I'll definitely be looking for that. You know it's going to be funky. It's going to be that oh, G-Funk. going to be good. <laughs> but um, uh, you know what? Real, real quick, I want to double back because okay. uh, Vincent Jackson. I don't think we talked about Vincent Jackson, did we? I don't know who that is. Vincent Jackson was a wide receiver. He was on the 49ers. Uh, he passed away last week. We forgot. I forgot to mention oh. him last week, but they found him dead in his apartment at I think he was thirty-seven, thirty-eight. Thirty-seven, man, that's yeah. young. What? Would they know what the cause of death no, was? No, no cause of death yet. That sucks. That's yeah. sad. So, and dudes won a lot of fantasy like playoffs for people, which is not relevant right now, but that's just a fact, probably. Hmm. But yeah, uh, he was a great player, and we really hope that you know his family. Uh, we wish the best for his family at this yeah, time. So, absolutely. 
Um, well, yep, that's uh, the show for us this week. Um, I'm gonna since we were just talking about it, I'm gonna leave us with a little bit of Daft Punk tonight. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening, and we will be back with you again next week. And here's a little bit of Game of Love off Random Access Memories by Daft Punk. Peace. Yes.